Hey everyone, welcome back to the Athlete CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Averill. I'm the co-founder of AWM, where we're on a mission to help our clients unlock the full potential of their wealth for maximum impact. And one of our core beliefs at AWM is that the greatest driver of your net worth is actually your human capital, that the best investment you can make is in yourself. And so uh, once a month, we sit down with our resident performance coach, Josiah Igano, who is the founder of All Things Performance. And we have absolutely enjoyed our conversations over the past couple of months and excited to jump into uh, a topic today that uh, I have heard for many, many years from you, championship body language. What do you got for us, Joe? Oh, man. Thanks again for having me. Yeah. Championship body language. Uh, your presence, man, your presence is everything. Your presence dictates your performance. And so how an individual, whether that's an athlete, whether that's a businessman or woman, um, whether that's a parent or a teacher in the classroom, how you comport yourself, your presence dictates how you are viewed and ultimately dictates how you perform. Yeah, it's interesting. I was with you this past January, which in 2020 feels like an eternity ago. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about some of the science behind presentation mm -hmm. that it was something staggering, like 60% of what matters is the way that you're coming off from a presentation standpoint before the words I even speak. Yes. Um, not only uh, the way in which I'm presenting myself, so the way I look, but then the tone of my voice and the mm -hmm. smallest thing, it doesn't mean that it's insignificant, are our words, mm -hmm. but that presence. Can you can you talk a little bit more about that and what exactly is championship body language? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, our brains are remarkable. We have been wired with an organ that is actually making decisions before we make decisions. <laughs> and so when I see somebody coming at me, when I walk into a room, when I am in an unknown environment, my brain is calculating the situation and is trying to make decisions as far as who can I trust? who's dangerous. You know, our, our brains are doing two primary things. Number one, it is trying to protect us, right? Our brain wants to protect us from hurt, harm, and danger. That's its number one responsibility. Number two, our brains are wired to predict. We love looking at patterns. Our brains love looking for patterns. Who do I know in this room? I don't know you. I don't know you. I know you, you, and you. You are a threat until otherwise. And so when, when it comes to establishing presence, whether you're a pitcher on the mound, whether you're a teacher in the classroom, or whether you're giving a presentation that could change the trajectory of your company, it is very important that you command presence because the individuals in that room are trying to figure out if they can trust you. One of the things that, that I'm thinking about is we focus a lot, uh, both in our professional life and in our personal life, of how are we showing up for those people that we're interacting with? Mm -hmm. What is it that we want them to feel? You know, Not only to try and maybe convince them to do business with us, but how do I want my, my children to perceive the way in which they interact with me? How does my spouse receive mm -hmm. the way in which uh, I care and love her? And that presence conversation is, can you talk about what are some of the things that, that make us, um, you know, have this incredible presence that mm -hmm. isn't necessarily domineering or, you know, how do you 
yeah, can you just talk about the different approaches? Because I imagine at different times you want your your body language mm-hmm. to communicate different things. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. And what I'll do is I'll start off with a performance-based lens. And then if you want to take it another direction, we can do that. So anytime that you are performing, right, people, I work with athletes, I work with a ton of athletes. And, you know, I think it was Dr. Uh, uh, James Lohr, he said something, he goes, there is the performer, and then there's the person, Hmm. right? And guess what? The person is always there, right? So as a performer, as a professional athlete, as a collegiate athlete, we are putting on the uniform, we're putting on the hat, we're putting on the equipment to go and perform, right? And we have to separate um, ourselves sometimes from this reality. We are, we are uh, in essence, geared towards putting on the best performance as possible. We are going to try and make as many free throws as we can, score as many touchdowns as we can, and throw as many strikes as we can. That is what we do. That's what we get paid to do, right? And as a, from a, um, a body language context there, we want to be dominant, period, full stop. We need to be dominant. We need to be big. We need to be uh, uh, powerful. We need to be graceful, and we need to take up space. And so when I look at an athlete, right, as, a, as an opponent, I want to know, are you a threat to me, right? Are you a threat? Every athlete is thinking that, even though they don't say that. Right. Are you a threat? Is your, you know, how's that, you know, how's that fastball? Oh, filthy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, man, that, that running back is bigger than the mug. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like you're constantly trying to figure out, is this person a threat? Now, a lot of that has to do with their presence. How do they stand? Are they taking up space, right? Um, uh, are they jittery? What are they doing with their hands? What are they doing with their eyes? You know what I'm saying? How, are they exposing their neck? Are they, are they uh, doing certain things like, you know, with nervous tails in terms of jittery, jitteriness when it comes to their feet, you know, um, you know, and just little subtle nuances and things like that. So from a performance standpoint, we want to be big, we want to take up space, we want to be confident, we want to be fluid, right? And we want to dominate and impose our will on the opponent. And when we do that, we have positive effects. Now, if my opponent sees otherwise, that I'm small, I'm taking up less space, I'm jittery, I'm looking around, you know, I feel, um, you know, a, a fleety, you know, flighty, you know, uh, then all of a sudden the conversation changes. I feel like I can dominate you. So this is what's happening on a subconscious or conscious level all the time. Um, one of the things I look for when I, when I evaluate athletes and when I watch athletes perform is what they do immediately following an error, hmm. what they do immediately following some type of gaffe. What do they do? Because in, that, in those microseconds, those are huge tells to the opponent if there's blood in the water. And you know who the best, in, this is my opinion, the best in the world, you know who the best in the world are when it comes to uh, uh, championship body language? Olympic gymnasts and ice skaters. Makes sense. They're the absolute best. What do they do when they fall and they, and they you know, you they, they stumble? Know. You'll never know. What do they do? They get up and they smile. They put their hands up and, the, and, <laughs> and, and they're acting like nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. acting like nothing happened. But what do we see in, in the major leagues when... when you know, guys get bad calls and they strike out or, you know, uh, uh, when there's a bad call, you know what I'm saying? What do you see? You see guys giving away their emotions and there's blood in the water. And then and a good opponent sees that and says, we're going in. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, I love it. And I'm just retelling times in my life when there was high confidence on the, on the field or uh, going through uh, our client roster list, watching how they perform. Right. And, mm-hmm. and apply it in, in the boardroom and, and investment uh, conversations that I have where we're having founders on a regular basis, pitch their businesses mm-hmm. and, so much of that decision making truly is subconscious. It's yes. I'm you're asking me to deploy millions of dollars towards your company. Do I actually believe that you have confidence? Do mm-hmm. I trust you? And a large part of that is coming from a subconscious presence standpoint. Yes. Is is how how do I trust that? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting you talk a lot about this. In, in previous episodes, you talked about the importance of awareness, mm-hmm. of framing, of doing the the intentional work of reflection, of mm-hmm. asking this question, how did I come off? Mm-hmm. And what was my presence and what was my performance? Because for so many people, and I know me included, there are times that I'm probably sitting, standing in a certain way that mm-hmm. communicates the complete wrong message. Yes. And I walk away being like, Hey, what just happened? Mm-hmm. And there, and I've got no idea. And I, I literally started pretty much already in the negative category. Yeah, no, I mean, those are, those are valid points and that's what happens. It, and, and the self-awareness piece is very huge. And you know, it's interesting. I, I, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion. I think Dr. Amy Cuddy is the foremost expert in this area. Her work on body language is absolutely phenomenal. Hmm. Um, she has a book called Presence. She has a, a YouTube video that has been watched uh, millions of times over. Uh, and so if you want further information on body language, she is awesome. I think um, Alan Pease and his wife have also written a book um, about body language that is absolutely phenomenal. And one of the things that you will find when you start talking about body language is that even on a neurochemical level, Things are happening, right? So when you look at um, uh, people who have dominant body language, they found, um, the research that has been produced has found that people who have dominant body language, their resting, I think it's their resting testosterone levels are actually higher, right, than those who have, you know, submissive body language. And so what you are doing, again, on a conscious and subconscious level is affecting your performance and it's affecting how other people view you, right? Um, I've done a lot of research um, just on, on confidence and mental toughness and things like that. And one of the areas that we've seen in confidence in, in, in athletes is their confidence in other teammates. If, if, if your confidence, let, let me back up because I'm throwing the word confidence around a lot and I want you guys to track with me. My, my confidence in you as my teammate, right, is going to affect your confidence in yourself. So if I feel that my teammates have high confidence in me, guess what that's gonna do to me? It's gonna boost my confidence. If I feel like my teammates don't trust in me and they're not confident in me, guess what that's gonna do to my confidence? It's gonna drop it. Same thing with coaches. If, my, if I feel like my coaches trust me and they have my back and that they're confident in me, guess what happens to my confidence? It goes up the roof. And you know what one of the, the preeminent areas of the, that, that determines all that? Your body language wild right so it's just like when you start hearing teammates and coaches say man this cat has bad body language man he he looks lost out there he looks like he's searching that's not good yeah and the the easy fix is to understand what dr uh, cuddy says um she calls them power poses right you know 
get in power poses, take up space, you know, um, make sure that you calm down your, your, your hands, your, your feet, you know, and, and you can do certain things that are not only going to boost up your confidence level, but the confidence of the individuals around you. Super helpful. And thank you for sharing those resources. So for the audience, we'll make sure that all of those are in the show notes. You can head over to athleteceo.com to access uh, those along with all the other resources that, uh, that Josiah has shared with us. Of course, those are completely free that you can access, but just want to make sure in case you don't have that journal, uh, in that pen that we've talked about, you should be carrying around. Don't worry about it. If you're driving, uh, just head over to athleteco.com to get those show notes. One of the things that that's interesting, you're talking about on that, that body language, that there are these poses that you can get into is like, it really strikes me of how simple of a skill and a habit mm -hmm. to develop, right? Like this is a real practical takeaway mm -hmm. that like, we spend so much time as athletes at a gym or mm -hmm. a nutritionist or trying to do some recovery thing. Like we, we go through all these crazy things mm -hmm. to try to optimize, to be ready. Yet we never think about the way that we carry our physical presence mm -hmm. or from an investor standpoint, I think about, you know, my job is to, uh, I am trusted by families mm -hmm. to manage their net worth. Yeah. Right. And, trust is multifaceted. Yes. It's, it's integrity, it's intent, it's competencies, it's track record. But a big part of it is, is providing peace of mind and confidence. Right. So even us as advisors, to be able to do our best work to develop that trust with mm -hmm. our clients, we should be very cognizant of this. Absolutely. And I, w I do want to say this because you bring up a very um, valid point. And I spoke about the performance context. Now I want to speak about, you know, the everyday context, yeah. right? If I know that I know that you know what it is that you're talking about, I'm going to trust you. It, you know, I know. I think it was Gatorade, and I'm sorry, I'm going to steal Gatorade's thunder a little bit. They had that slogan <laughs> a couple of years ago. They're like, is it in you? You know yeah. what I mean? My thing is, my question to you, the audience, is, is it in you, Right. Is yeah. it in you? Is your Have you studied your tradecraft? Have you studied your position? Have you uh, taken on and reflected and gotten it inside you to a point that when you talk about it, people are like, man, that dude knows what he's talking about. Yep. He, they, she knows what she's talking about. You yep. know what I'm saying? The, one of the best compliments that I ever get is, man, Joe, I've heard all these other different you know, mental skills and performance psychology people, but man, with you, it's just different, man. It's just like, it's like you're speaking to my heart, you know? And what I would say is that oftentimes these topics that I talk about, that I'm passionate about, I've been looking at them, studying them, reading them, sitting on them, marinating on them for years, for years. So it's in my blood. So when you ask me certain things, I'm going to just spout off and I'm going to tell you X, Y, Z, and then come around and tell you A, B, C, one, two, three with all the bullet points in between because it's in me. And so when somebody can feel and they know that it's in you, their confidence goes through the roof in you. Or they get scared because as an opponent, because you're they're like, crap, this dude knows his Exposed. Dude, he, he, this guy's about to expose me. Yep. They know. Yeah. And so for me, that's my question to the audience. Is it in you? Oof. Is it in you? Is it in your blood yet? You know what I'm saying? Because when, when it is, it just comes off different. 
It's yeah. just, it just it just comes off different at a subconscious level. Yes. Remember, our brains are trying to do two things. They're trying to protect them, ourselves from danger, whether that's an external threat, a person, place, uh, animal, whatever it is, and and it's trying to predict. And when our brains are at a at a level where we can do that comfortably, man, it it, it translates very well to um, not only protecting ourselves from nonsense, right, but also priming ourselves to be in a position to perform at a high level. Yeah. Ooh, you got me fired up there. And Let's the go. thing the thing I love about it is what you're not saying, right? And we didn't use the word ethics, mm-hmm. but unfortunately there are people that are going to try and take these type of things to manipulate to mm-hmm. to to fraud people yeah, when no. they're actually not experts, no, right? They're yeah. they're going to talk about these things or present themselves in a certain way like you you should give me your respect. But we'll sniff that stuff out, right? Yeah. Because the subconscious, if I truly have that confidence in that master of the craft, and I think that goes back to set your intention, mm-hmm. know know what you want to be known for, know what your what type of mission and impact that you're on. Cancel out the noise, mm-hmm. reflect. What did I do well? Mm-hmm. What do I you know did well? Do better. I, yes. You know, I love that framework because. It's nothing less than, yes, changing your championship body language, mm-hmm. but so much of that comes from, have you put the work in? Yeah. Have, have, you, have you done the hard work when nobody else is watching, mm-hmm. when everybody else is at home enjoying XYZ? Mm-hmm. That's the confidence in that you don't even have to think about your body language in that standpoint, mm-hmm. and now you're making small adjustments. And I think I love that because on this podcast – our community is our, we're the best in the world at what we do, right? Yes. Whatever our given craft is. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's the inspiration of saying these skill sets we're talking about, they're not trying to manipulate or can, uh, uh, and deceive people. It's actually no. saying we're eking out the last 1%, mm-hmm. right? Because we've done the hard work. We've, we've climbed the peak to figure out and say, how do we get that last one? And I, uh, so I just love these skill set conversations. And so for our audience, hopefully you found this completely helpful. Championship Body Language. Check out those resources that Josiah shared with us. And until next time, stay humble, stay hungry, and always be a pro. 